Well, I think if Gutho was getting married, he would if he had to find someone to step in for him, if he had to miss it for a kangaroo tour or something, I, I think he'd allow you, Bulldog, to step in because you're not a threat. I'm going to ask Gutho whether you'd have an issue with Bulldog stepping in for you. <laughs> Absolutely not. Thank <laughs> Why not, Gutho? He's probably first pig, no threat at all. Yeah, so, you, so you would yeah. allow me to? Yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you in. Yeah, yeah thanks, so you're mate. no threat. I don't want to be a threat. I but want to do the yourself. right thing by my friends who are unavailable. <laughs> Gutho, I would be very respectful. I would probably drink your free booze at the function, and then yeah, I'd quite fine. happily leave. That's fine. Who would be the your number one choice to step in from the Parramatta Club? Oh, from the Parramatta Club? To walk uh, your lovely partner down the aisle if I'm you get married. I'm not sure. There's a, there's a few out there that you could probably pick. Maybe... Um... I wouldn't pick Dill. He's a, he'd probably be a threat. <laughs> so I'd, probably, I'd, I'd steer clear of him. Maybe Reggie. I'd Reggie? I'd see him as a no threat. Yeah. He'd be good in the photos, wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd be good. In the moustache and all. Yeah, still out of suit. Look good, but I, I don't think he'd be a threat. Fair enough. All right. We we better stop the questions right now here, Bulldog. Uh, I'm sure it's been uh, quite nice walking uh, down your local area on the northern beaches to get your coffees in the last few days, or well, since Friday night, certainly, Gutho. It was good. Um, the day after the game, we had a, had a my junior team playing, and um, normally when you go down there, you cop a bit of heat, but uh, they're all pretty friendly on the weekend, which was good, and uh, you walk around a bit, bit, bit happier around here, and uh, no one can really get into you, so it's been a good week. What impressed you most about your performance, Gutho? Um, I think just how we stayed in the game. Uh, the, there was a bit of momentum. We had momentum at the start of the game, and uh, then it swung pretty quickly to them, and uh, they were all over us, and uh, they sort of took that into the start of the second half. But uh, we stuck to what we needed to do and what we wanted to do, and uh, we knew that if, if we just stuck to our game plan, we'd get them, and... Um, I think with about 20 minutes to go, we started getting on top and we scored four um, quick tries and sort of took the game away from them like that. But I think just the way we stayed in it and played the type of footy we wanted us to. Gutho, it was a great win over Manly, but pushing forward, gee, this is an absolute blockbuster against South Sydney. How do you approach the game and what do you need to do to, to, to beat them and obviously uh, try to curtail Luttrell? Yeah, it's a huge game. Uh, we haven't had the best record against South over the last few years, and um, they've actually put a few, uh, fair few big scores on us, and they did it again earlier this year, and it was uh, pretty disappointing. And uh, we're really looking forward to it. Uh, as you said, Latrell, uh, Cody, Cookie, um, Murray—they're all playing great footy at the moment. They've, they've, they've put a big score on the Warriors, and, and went close to beating the Sharks the other week. And uh, we have to make sure that uh, we're ready to go and. Again, play the type type of footy we want to, and uh, I think the last few weeks we've really been playing our power game and um, letting our middles do a lot of work. And I think Lawrence said it a few weeks ago too that that's when we're playing the best footy. And um, if we can go out there on Friday and, and play that type of game, it, it's going to go down to the wire. And um, look, you just need to be in it um, around the seventieth, 80th minute, and you never know what can happen. Gutho, I'm interested to know, and obviously. You know, everyone's got different systems for different players. But with Latrell in the South Sydney team, since he's come back, he's made them a better better footy team. But he's not the type of guy that has as many touches as a Tedesco. Mm. So so when you're defending a Tedesco compared to how you defend a Latrell, what are the key indicators you look for to try and 
limit his impact? It's hard because he doesn't have, as as you said, not, not nowhere near as many touches or as many carries as, as Tedesco, but he still has the same impact by um, when, when they get down to the line or when they're attacking the, the footy, he, he's, he's got such silky hands out the back. And um, if, you, if you go in him and you're not committed to the tackle, he'll bump you off and make a line break. And I think last week he only had six or seven runs, but he had uh, two tries, two tries, there's three line breaks. So... Um, it's something that you sort of it's hard to it's hard to prepare for and and when he's doing that Cody's playing well and and Elias is kicking well so it's um it's a big challenge for us but uh, we're looking forward to it and as I said they've, they've had the wood on us for the last probably two or three years and uh, we have to make sure we're ready to go. Uh, Gutho, can you update us on Mitch Moses? Surgery apparently went well. Do you know of a potential return date? Uh, not not too sure on the date. All the surgery went well. It's um. I think he's at the moment just just trying to get his movement back, and um, I saw the scar yesterday. It was pretty bad. It went all the way um, from the from the uh, bottom of the finger to the top, and I, I still don't think he's allowed to sweat uh, just just to make it make sure it heals and there's no infection or anything like that. But um, I think I think at the start they said three weeks, so um, I think they'll be uh, pushing for that. But you just never know with these things. Everyone's different, and uh, we're hoping uh, sooner the better. But um, at the moment, he's just taking it day by day and trying to get it as good as he can. I'll tell you what I was happy about, Gutho, young Jake Arthur. I thought he handled himself terrifically well, the amount of pressure that would have been on him leading into that game. And I thought in the second half in particular, he he, he, he had a couple of nice touches and, and it was great to see the boys get around him and support him. And I, I thought he played really well. Yeah, I, I was really pleasing. Um, I know straight after the game, I just want to go up and give him a big hug and um, you can sort of see after the game in the sheds that there was a lot of weight off his back. and um, he, He's probably the type of guy and the type of character that it, it probably didn't bother him too much and you couldn't really tell that it was bothering him. But uh, I thought it probably bothered the boys a bit more that um, he was copping all this criticism and um, the games that he was playing in and, and had lost, it, it wasn't his fault that we had lost them. And, uh, the rest of the boys didn't put their hand up to help. But uh, just to be able to see him smiling in the sheds after the game and um, enjoying himself was really pleasing, and um, I'm sure it was for Brad as well. Guth, though, before you came on, Laurie said he's been mistaken for George Clooney. <laughs> oh. A text message just come in saying Loz looks more like Steve Martin than Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think Laurie looks like in terms of a world-famous character? I'm not too sure. Well, you've got to take into consideration height, hair colour, and, and, nose. And leave out Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, those type of guys. Um, oh. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really into my, my movie my movie stars, mm. but I reckon Loz could star in a movie uh, fairly easy. <laughs> really? Thank yeah. you, Gus. What would his role be? Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what movies they are, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I reckon he looks like Missy Elliott. Anyway, um, <laughs> now, tell us, Gutho, obviously so much written and spoken about, you know, what happened in the media conference after the Raiders-Panthers games the other night. I mean, how how difficult is it sometimes? It's probably more difficult for your coach, I guess, when things go wrong on the field, etc. whatever the subject matter might be, to just sort of take that deep breath and, I guess, not say how you really feel at, at times when emotions are really high in those post-game media conferences. Yeah, it's, um, sometimes after a big loss, you... You definitely don't want to go in um, and answer the questions, but um, Brad, I thought he's pretty good uh, after, especially after some big losses this year. And uh, he's normally pretty good, just 
Uh, he's honest. He, he goes in there and answers all the questions. And um, it, you do get 10, 15 minutes after the game where you don't need to do it. You can sort of probably get it away, get it out before you get in there. And um, obviously on the weekend, it, it didn't go um, all to plan for, for Canberra. But um, look, we're, we're, we like to just go in there and answer the questions and, and talk about the footy. But um, as you said, it, it can get pretty heated. And um, yeah, I'm not too sure, to be honest. Gutho, I don't want to put you in an awkward position, but I did notice some quotes from Isaiah Papali'i yesterday. When I did sign with the West Tigers, I was talking to Madge. His sacking rattled the cage a bit. It was a massive factor for me. So it seems like he has signed with the Tigers, but there's still that inference floating around that he may stay. Do you have a, a stance on what do you think might unfold? Um, what I, I don't know what will unfold, but what I'd love to see unfold is, is, is if he could stay. But um, obviously, he signed that deal with the Tigers, and um, he, uh, at the moment, it looks like he, he's going to go and honour it. But look, as a Parramatta player and um, as his captain, and how good a player is he is, you'd obviously love to see him stay. But there's a lot of stuff that um, we don't see, and um, I, I wouldn't have a clue what, what he's going on, to be honest. We, he hasn't spoken about it hasn't spoken to us about it. So uh, I think he's just trying to play the best footy he can, and um, I'm not too sure. I'll let you read some of these out, Bulldog, if you want. Yeah, I'm happy to. In reference to who Laurie looks like yep. in the public, in a terms of a public figure globally, Loz, surely it's Gonzo from the Muppets. Mm. Dan, uh, we've got Laurie looks like uh, Laurie Daly, Lord of the Rings. Gollum. Gollum. That's from Stu. Gollum. No name on this one. Loz looks like Mr. Bean. Uh, <laughs> the toucan from The Lion King as well. Oh, so you're missing Pin- out one. Pinocchio. You're missing out one. Jason Segal. I look, <laughs> I look a lot like him. Oh, jeez. Anyway, got good those. hairs like him I like too. this one. Rob from Goulburn. <laughs> looks like Bert from Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Raphael? Teenage Ninja... Turtles. Raphael. Raphael. <laughs> who's he? I wouldn't have brought that up if I was you. Well, who is he? Well, it's not a very flattering looking mm. Anyway, no. Gutho, good luck again. You don't have to listen to us dribble any longer. Good luck again, Souths, mate. Thanks, guys. Have Thanks, a good Gutho. week.